Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's play it, everybody, on a Tuesday, October 10th and a Wednesday, October 11th. Matt Derry with you, another edition of Locked on Lions on the Locked on Podcast Network. Day off for the Lions today as they get back to work tomorrow. And then Saints at New Orleans Sunday as the Lions try to uh, bounce back after uh, Sunday. They took the L. Now they're trying to bounce back Sunday in New Orleans against the Saints. Yeah, that Big Sean reference was terrible. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in the conversation. As always, here on Audioboom.com, if you're listening on iTunes, thank you for doing that. Spotify, uh, TuneIn, uh, Amazon Alexa. All you do is say, Alexa, play the latest Locked On Lions podcast, and boom, you are connected with us. Don't forget, there is a website as well, LockedOnLions.com, with news, with all the podcasts there. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, you can do that. Just make sure... You put your Twitter handle at the end of your review, and at the end of the week, the folks at the Locked On Podcast Network will pick one winner to get a take home a ProFootballFocus.com membership, thirty nine ninety five value. Love the folks at PFF; they're in the news today. We'll tell you why coming up, but you can do that here on Locked On Lions. Today's broadcast brought to you by Lenhard Financial Services. Go to their website and see what they do: LenhardFS.com for all your investing and retirement planning needs. Call my guy, Tim Lenhard, his brother Craig. Come on, Craig. 313-417-3805. Coming up on the show today, Eric Ebron speaks. I, you know, I, I've said it time and time again that I don't really want to spend a lot of time on Locked On Lions talking about number 85 because, quite honestly, he's a backup at best. He is not worth the number 10 pick. He is not worth an $8.5 million contract the next year hopefully the lions just cut him uh, i i wouldn't play him i'd deactivate him but eric ebron did talk today to dave burkett of the free press at a, a promotional event uh for a call of duty today give burkett credit for going and finding ebron today at some promotional event you'll hear what the lions backup tight end had to say Coming up on Lockdown Lions. Also, Rob Rubick, speaking of tight ends, number 84. Rob Rubick is going to join us from Fox Sports Detroit. See him on Lions TV during the preseason and also uh, on the postgame shows with uh, Shep, uh, Matt Shepard, and Lomas Brown. Uh, we'll talk to Rubes momentarily about the Lions and their 3-2 and two start. Also, the Lions have a new player today. They have signed defensive end slash tackle Dayton Jones. The former first-round pick of the Green Bay Packers, if you recall back in 2013, it's been kind of a bust. The Packers got rid of him. He went to the Vikings for the start of this year, played some defensive tackle. They got rid of him. Now Dayton Jones, a rotational defensive uh, lineman, uh, is now in the mix. After four years with the Packers, 
Uh, last year, uh, PFF had him ranked, uh, gave him an overall grade of 70.2 uh, as he started um, four games for the Packers last year. Still a pretty young guy at uh, 27 years of age or so. Dayton Jones is the latest defensive lineman for the Lions. If you recall, Armonte Bryant, who was eligible to come off of the suspended list, was cut by the Lions. And also with Haloti Nada a little bit iffy after leaving uh, Sunday's game with an injury, Dayton Jones, the former 3-4 defensive end, will uh, be making uh, his way into Allen Park and will join the Lions. We'll see how uh, if he can help a defensive line they could use some guys that can definitely uh, get to the passer. But we'll find out probably tomorrow if there's any other corresponding moves or if the Lions are going to do anything else with their roster. But again, Jones, Dayton Jones, is now a member of the team. I mentioned before a pro football focus. And before I get to this Eric Ebron um, situation and his comments, PFF, our friends at Pro Football Focus, uh, put it out there today. And thanks to my friends at prideofdetroit.com, for linking me to this. Always got to give Jeremy Reisman and the folks at uh, POD some love. Uh, the Lions offensive line through five weeks of the NFL season is ranked 26th by our friends at Pro Football Focus. Yesterday, we talked a lot about the run game and how the Lions can't get the run game going. Still haven't had a 100-yard rusher in years. It's now been 57 games, I believe. And uh, the Lions are ranked 26th out of 32 teams in terms of offensive lines. According to Pro Football Focus, quote, former Rams left tackle Greg Robinson was forced to start due to the injury to Taylor Decker, and he has not performed particularly well, ranking as PFF's 68th graded offensive tackle so far. Robinson has surrendered 21 total pressures in five games, the sixth most at his position. In terms of blocking for the run, Detroit runners averaged just .61 yards before contact, which is the third fewest in the NFL. Ay, ay, ay. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it, you know, the hits keep on coming. Look, I think the Lions are off to a good start. I think the Lions are a good football team. I think the Lions have a chance to win the division. But when you lose a football game and when some of your sores uh, don't have Band-Aids covering them and they're very exposed, like the Lions were this past weekend with no pass rush, no offensive line, uh, no run game, you begin to question some things. This team was riding high at 3-1, and one, and everybody was saying they should be 4-0. Maybe they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Last week, we talked about the NFL.com uh, uh, power rankings that had the Lions as the second-best team in the NFL behind the Chiefs. And certainly, they're going to probably fall you know, further down after Sunday's performance. Look, there's no shame. I'm not throwing shade at them. There's no shame in losing to Carolina. Not at all. But... You know, there are some things this team has got to work out before they hit the road and play the Saints this weekend. And, oh, by the way, that offense that, you know, needs to get going better get going Sunday because Drew Brees and the Saints on that fast track down down there at the uh, Superdome, they score points. So the Lions are going to need to go down there and, and, and block people. I love the fact they're playing New Orleans. I think the Saints defense is Swiss cheese and has been for years. So that's a good sign. But how healthy is Matthew Stafford? As Dan Graziano from ESPN reported, he's got a hamstring and ankle problem. Where are they going to put him on the on the injury report tomorrow? Check the report at four thirty. You know, will he? Will they list him with both the hamstring and the ankle? Is he going to be questionable? To me, he shouldn't be practicing tomorrow. Let him sit out all the way till Friday if he has to, just to get him get him healthy and get him ready. So those are definite definite concerns 
uh, for the Lions as well. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Rob Rubick momentarily. First, though, the big story. Eric Ebron doing a promotional video for Call of Duty, the video game today. Dave Burkett on the scene from the Detroit Free Press sat down with Eric Ebron, who says, I've got to get my act together as far as playing. From the way I practice to the way I play are two different things. I've been really successful as far as practicing. I just need to get it as far as the game-wise, and I don't. I don't know what the mental blockage is, but I'll just get it together. End quote. He shouldn't be on the field. Darren Fells is way better. I'd like to see more of Michael Roberts, the Lions' fourth-round pick out of Toledo, the tight end. Eric Ebron has done nothing. It's a contract year for him. I know the Lions picked up his option for $8.25 million next year, but they could cut him. He's caught 12 passes. Uh, he's dropped a bunch of balls. Two big drops this past weekend. Dropped seven passes last year. Hasn't He's caught what one touchdown? I mean, enough. Ebron says he met with Matthew Stafford on Monday in an attempt to rediscover the groove he had. What groove did he have? What, why, why am I why why am I constantly seeing like that Matthew St- that Eric Ebron had a groove going last year? What groove was that? Remember all the articles that were written, and I'm not picking on the, the Lions writers, but some of the Lions writers last year, I don't know if it was Dave or Kyle or Justin Rogers, like, oh well, he's better than Julius Thomas, and he's better than. Um, you know, this guy and that guy. No, he's not. He's a backup. And just because he was drafted number 10 overall and drafted ahead of studs and future pro bowlers, Zach Martin, Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Donald, (gasps) doesn't make him a good football player. He's not a good football player. He can't block and he can't catch. So what can he do? We can use him in the back. The Lions can use him in the backfield as a fullback. He's just not good. And he's trying hard, and he's probably not a bad guy. And I know he hops on Twitter after games and lashes out. But to say I gotta get my act together and I met with Stafford and Matt calmed me down and you know he's my guy. We talked a lot. He's still got confidence in me. The Lions, you know. $30 million a year, $27 million a year quarterback is having to babysit his tight end. That's why Darren Fells and Michael Roberts have to be on the field. And right now, Eric Ebron needs to sit down. He needs to either be deactivated or stand on the sideline with his helmet in his hand and watch for a little while. That's how I feel about it. Don't cut him now. If you can get something for him and trade him, sure, go ahead. But he needs to be sitting out at this particular moment. Period. End of story. Hey, what are you doing about your retirement? What are you doing about your money? Let me tell you something about my friends at Lenhard Financial Services. Tim Lenhard, Craig Lenhard are the guys that you want handling your money. And so you can have a successful retirement. Here's what they do. College planning, retirement planning, annual portfolio review. All right. They're going to review your current holdings, help you make any necessary changes or adjustments that you need with your money. Strategic asset management, Sam. Oh, that's right. Estate and wealth preservation planning. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fantastic, and it sounds like something that's important for you. What about, I know what it is, I'm just joking. Retirement asset distribution strategies, whatever it is, they will do it. Lenhardt Financial Services, 
Tim Lenhardt and his brother Craig Lenhardt. Come on, Craig, at 313-417-3805. Send Tim an email at timothy.lenhard, L-E-N-H-A-R-D, at LPL.com. Or check out the website, lenhardfs.com. I trust them with my money. So should you. You got a plan for college, right? You got kids maybe in high school right now. You're listening. What am I doing? I need one of those 529 plans, whatever it is. They will handle it. Tim is such a great guy. Call him today, 313-417-3805. It's Lenhard Financial Services. I'd always love talking to this guy from Fox Sports Detroit, the former Lion tight end. Lions analyst does a great job. Rob Rubick, give me a couple of minutes here. What's up, Rubes? Nothing, D's. Just uh, kind of licking my wounds after yesterday. That's all. Licking licking your wounds? Yeah, the lie down, man. We, we got my Lions. It was a tough one. <laughs> was, uh, one I one I think we all kind of had marked up in the win column, but that's the beauty of the NFL, and that's why it's such a great product. Is you don't know. I mean, it's they're all so even, and you know who was going who could tell that Cam Newton was going to come out and, and look like Joe Montana? I mean, he threw the heck out of the ball as well as well as I've seen him play in his career. Carolina's a pretty good football team, though. You know they are. Yeah, so are the Lions. Well, no, they're a pretty good football team too. I, I agree. Three and two, three and two. Rob through five. Um, I, I would say that's good based on the schedule and everything that they've been through. And losing Taylor Decker, how would you classify it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pleased. I, I think you know, obviously, I think they're a four and one team. They actually got uh, screwed on the one game. I mean, that's that's a touchdown. That there was no way there was evidence to say that he oh his knee was down there was no black rubber pellets flying up there was no indentation and that that game's in lambo and that's the packers you think they reversed that call no way you know i am not a conspiracy theory guy but i i do think there's a hierarchy in the nfl sometimes when it comes to replays and calls and certain teams and certain players get a little bit more of the benefit than others and the lions are trying to get to that level where they'll start getting some of those calls and, and those reversals and so forth how concerned are you about the health of Matthew Stafford after the beating he took the, the other day? He took a pound. He, you know, anyone out there who has ever questioned Matthew Stafford, not only his ability, but his toughness, they're so far off base. If you think of the hits, these, you go back, if you put together a highlight tape of just the hits he's taken in his nine years, you would never, there wouldn't be a person in this country let their son ever play quarterback. <laughs> That's true. Because he, t- and he gets up. He just hobbles back, shakes it off. Now, I, I, he's Brett Favre tough. He absolutely is. He's, he's a guy that just – and he doesn't throw his player teammates under the bus when they run the wrong route. They drop a ball. He just takes the high road. He's a class act, and we're lucky to have him. But as far as the pounding goes, this can't continue. And they got handcuffed in that game because when he starts getting hit like that, they got to run all quick stuff. Well, then your, your secondary knows that, and they just start coming up, coming up. And now, all of a sudden, a lot of the quick stuff that's usually an easy throw and is open, well, they're starting to play that tight, and nothing's easy. And it all stems from the inability to run the football. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pass-first guy, but I still want to run the ball. I want to come out throwing the ball, but then I want to run it. And they're just really struggling, and, and they're struggling at left tackle. You know, Greg Robinson just is not the answer. No, yeah, they need Taylor Decker. They got to get to that bye week, and this is going to be tough in New Orleans. Now, this is an offense you know through the years has always moved the ball well, and it's a defense that's playing better. And they got to buy come off a bye week or two weeks to prep, and that's going to be tough. Rob Rubick, Fox Sports, Detroit, of course, former Lions tight end, the original uh, number eighty four, as we like to say. <laughs> I tell Herman that all the time. Oh man, what what about you? Mentioned Greg Robinson. I don't know how closely you watch, and I was trying my best to really focus on him. Graham Glasgow is not exactly moving people either. 
No, but it's I, I'm talking more about the pass rush. You know, Greg's been getting about a hold, holding call a game and probably a couple other that could be called. And, you know, I watch the games at Fox Sports with Lomas and I because we do the post together, and, and that's pretty cool because, you know, I, I think I have a pretty good knowledge of football a lot of the positions, but watching with Lomas and watching his technique and, you know, Lomas critiquing it and just pointing out what the problems are. And I'm sure his coaches are pointing him out, but like Lomas said, you know, knowing what you're doing wrong and changing it and being able to play with the proper technique are two different things. You build habits. You know, as a tight end, that's why Luke Carpenter, old coach of mine, God rest his soul, once said, you know, Rube with a cigarette in his mouth and hop, hobbling around, and, you know, man's a creature of habit. you got to build good habits. And that's what it is. And if you don't have a good base of technique, which I don't think Greg Robinson does, you're going to struggle. He opens that door. He just keep, opens up. He turn, turn sideways on the pass rush. He gives the edge rusher in either way. And I'm going to give Lomas credit because he's the one that pointed that out. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We started watching him, and, and he puts himself in trouble that way. Let me ask you this. You mentioned the run game before, and I, I mentioned it on the show yes, uh, yesterday. I mentioned it. I said the, the lack of run game not only hurts the offense, it hurts everything. The defense spent well, three and outs. Right. So much time on the field. Five, five or six three and outs again? Yep. You're giving more possessions. You know, you. I remember last year when we were struggling a couple of years ago, we were keeping – I mean, the other team was averaging almost two full possessions more than the NFL average. Because of the three and outs and the lack of offense and the ability to run the ball in, in three and outs are quick. If you can't run it, then you're doing incomplete passes. And you're lining up quick and, I, and it, their defense is fresh. So yeah, it, it is. But I don't know what to do. I mean, I watched the Bears last night at a time. Man, they looked like they could run the ball. I looked at Minnesota like, man, they looked like they could run the ball. Then there's other plays you watch and they're getting two, three yard losses too. It's, it's, the league is so even. It's so hard. And if you are, if you become one dimensional and predictable, you're not. You're not moving people. You know. Look how many teams throw on third and one D's. How many throw on fourth and one? Where they want to go? Because if they think you're running it and they're playing their run, those guys up front on defense, they're tough to move. Rob, what about uh, Amir Abdullah? I like him, I, and obviously the Minnesota game. He 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 broke out of a lot of t- plays and tackles where there was nothing there. Is he being put in the right spots by Jim Bob Cooter, or is this just the old line not getting enough push up front? Yeah, there's not a lot there. I thought he pressed the hole pretty well for a guy that's not real big. But I would like to see him use him in the screen game more. I just think the Lions are built for us. It'd be a good screen team. I remember years ago when the Packers just killed us year after year with the screen. And I think Matthew Stafford could be a good screen quarterback. You need, when you got backs like Abdullah and Riddick, you want to get them the ball in space as much as you can. You know, maybe you flex them out. Maybe you do some twins and trips out there and you do the little one-man screen with the receivers in front of them. But get them the ball away from the linebackers in one-on-one. And even, you know, he's going to – I like his chances in a one-on-one battle with a guy trying to tackle him in the open field. Just pounding between the tackles, you can you can test it there every now and then, but you can't make a living with uh, someone who's kind of slight of build as Abdullah is. It's crazy to think that this this team does sit at three and two and, and has room for improvement, but again – um, the defense has had to carry them, and, I, and like you said last weekend, Cam Newton was on his game, and the, the pass was, rush hasn't been there, which is which is okay. Right, you, you can't expect a quarterback to make every throw. I think he might have had one bad error throw. I thought that oh, he missed it. The rest of them were just you know on spot. Uh, just even that last play, and he, you know, he's got some nice tools. He got two big, he got two tight ends that he calls wide receivers. 
that catch the ball in her hands very well. I mean, look at Devin Funches. You know, it's so funny watching how he catches the ball. These uh, Gary Danielson told me about two or three years ago when he was working with my son. I go down to South Spring Break every year, and he said, you know, if I was a receivers coach, I would never teach the guys to tuck the ball. He says, the way everyone punches and strips now, he says, all you're doing is bringing it into their wheelhouse. And you see how Devin Funches did on two or three? He keeps it out there with his hands. And he doesn't. He doesn't bring it in. Strong. It's kind of a. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? How yeah. he kind of catches it away. But you got to grab the ball away from your body. We saw Eric Ebron when he dropped that one across the middle. Well, he tried. He let it get into his chest, and the defender, to his credit, arrived exactly timed up perfect. But when the ball's in your chest and trying to catch it, cradle it in there, and they get hit, it pops out. If you reach and grab the ball, I teach all my receivers, all my kids, don't catch the ball, grab the ball grab it. If you reach out like Larry Fitzgerald does, we saw Calvin Benjamin, Devin Funches, these guys, you grab it, now you get hit, you got your arm held, the shock absorber. That ball's not squirting out. Golden, I, golden, I, golden I, Tate, I think I think Golden Tate Golden Tate does that too a little bit. In the body. No, the opposite. No. I, I, think he, I think sometimes when he drops them is when he's trying to keep it outside. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Golden, he catches all different ways, and I, and I like him. We just, you know, the Lions, they have to get better receivers. I mean, T.J. Jones, I mean, he's all right. He's a guy. You know, Abadaris is a guy. Um, Marvin, you know, Marvin's a two to a three on your team, and so and Golden's a two or three. You know, losing Kenny Galladay, they need him to come back. Yeah, they do. They don't, they don't have that big presence that we saw with Benjamin and Funches. Galladay needs to be that guy. He's, a, he's, he's not a Kelvin in, as far as ability. But he's a big body receiver that gives your quarterback a nice target when you run those slants. It's nice having that 220 pound body between the defender and your ball when you're throwing it as a quarterback instead of a 180 pound body that's didn't come up around over and strip it and intercept it. Right? Yeah, you got to get him healthy. Rob Rubick with me, Fox Sports Detroit, former Lions tight end, now an analyst for the team, and. Uh, you mentioned Ebron before, Rob. He told Dave Burkett today, the free press, that he's got to get his act together. How much longer do we have to deal with this act? This year. I mean, his contract's up, I believe. I, I would be shocked if they re-sign him. I, I, I've said this since day one, once I watched him. I said, I don't think he's a bust as a first-round pick. I just think he was highly overvalued. I think he's a third- or fourth-round tight end That's because he could run. But there are four, you know, you, as a tight end, you have to have four things, Dees. You have to be able to run, you have to be able to block, you have to be able to get open, and you have to be able to catch. Well, to me, I think he's got one, right? I mean, his blocking, they don't really make him block right. much, so it's really hard to evaluate him. Sure. He does not a good route runner. He doesn't, no. like, he doesn't shake guys. No. He doesn't, you know, he's, he doesn't catch the ball well. He's fast, but there's a lot of fast people out there in the world. <laughs> you know, and we, we see tons of them. So I just, I just think he was overvalued. After watching Travis Kelsey, have you watched him? Oh, he's a monster. He is. He's, I would take him over Gronk. Not even if Gronk was healthy all the time. Just and, and Gronk's a better on the ball, you know, hand of the dirt blocker. But he's uncoverable. I don't know what he runs for speed, but he is so athletic too. Jumping up, he elevates. He high points. He grabs the ball. He's physical. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine, wouldn't it be nice to have a kid like that? Wow. <laughs> I, but I will say this, I like what Darren Fells has brought to the table, and that's a guy that he, he, has to, like he, yeah. he has to be on the field more. Yeah, 
and I, you know, we did the, the part, we do the post game on Fox Sports, and you know, we we had both of them were interviewed in the locker room, and it was night and day where, you know, Eric just didn't seem like Abron didn't want to be accountable. He's like, well, you know, one was a fifty-fifty ball, and one was, you know, he made a good play. I thought he was going to intercept, and it kind of got on me. I'm thinking, just say, you know, I need to catch that. Right. Darren Fells is just the opposite. We interviewed him, and he's like, yeah, it's, you know, whatever. I got two, but we lost. You know, he's, he, I'm not saying that he truly believes it, but he's, you, you need to learn to say the right things because, you know, Ebron's getting booed in the stadium. And I, I guarantee the boos would be a lot less if he was one that was humble, you know, uh, self-deprecating a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not just, right. yeah, he kind of puts himself, you know, to me, he's, he's David Lewis 2.0. Jeez. <laughs> you know, to take people back a little bit. I mean, think about it, these. He was a first round pick. Yep. Couldn't get open. Didn't really run, you know. He, he, you know, it was. I put it this way: I beat, I beat him out right away, but I didn't, they didn't start me until about the ninth game. And I was an average at my best day. I was an average NFL tight end on my best day, and I beat him out. So, well, last la- <laughs> last thing, and somebody that will not get beaten out is is Jared Davis. The defense is just so much. You could just oh. tell that the, this defense is better with him on the field, right? Absolutely. Well. You know, speed and anticipation, physicality. I will say this, though. I thought Nick Ballore did a nice job the week before, much better than what was the, the W guy's name, Wallon. Paul Warlow, yeah. Yeah, he struggled. He just can't run. And I thought Ballore did a better job filling in, and then they got even better now with Jared Davis being back. It's, you know, he's, he brings a lot, man. He brings young legs and physicality. Just gotta keep him. Is that okay in this league? Is have a cue? <laughs> stay healthy <laughs> if you can do that you know you people say well Lions beat Arizona and the Giants those are two struggling teams yeah they are how about Jacksonville they just went to in Pittsburgh and just pounded them so don't you know if you looked at your schedule at the beginning of the year and you saw they were playing Jacksonville you'd be oh yeah yeah great you don't know that's mm-hmm. why this league is so much fun because year to year every fan for the most part unless you're a Browns fan sorry Diesel uh, believes they, <laughs> they got a chance to get to the Super Bowl I've been Browns free since '99. My, my my concern is tomorrow night with the Tribe and Yankees. That's that's where my focus is, hey, buddy. Who did Yankees win that last night? I went to bed. Y- yes, yes, they did. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> no, I, I, I seriously did not. I lose when football. I, I watch Tigers all summer on Fox, and I'll watch at my cottage. I'll, I'll put it on loud when we sit in the bonfire, listen to. It. I come down here and football starts. And yeah. I, that little tiny one just can't get me excited. I, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, I'm in heaven every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I just love football. Did you watch any of the Monday Nighter last night? I did. I did, and that was some ugly football at times. Good defense. Minnesota's defense is scary. That two, that two-point conversion call that the Bears oh, ran, though, was one of the best plays I've ever seen. Only one I was telling someone today I compare with. I did the Kingsford MLA City Championship game. Uh, this is like in the late 90s or mid-90s for Fox. And Kingsford, who ran that kind of single wing, and they ran a play where they, they, they had one in the backfield, and they ran option with him, and they pitched it to him. And then what they did was they had their flanker out to the play side. He just kind of bubbled and waited, and then they came down, and then he became the pitch man. Oh, man. Yeah, so the guy who caught the pitch, then he optioned, the first guy to him, they optioned with the flanker. I thought, all right, that, yeah, that was that was. Incredible! Isn't that cool that you watch so many plays and football is just rehashing of everything, and then you see something new, something creative, and they're just like, "Yeah, that's cool." 
it's kind of the beauty of two of having some buddies that are with the Bears that I know, and they're just like, uh-huh. gosh, John Fox and Dowell uh, Laggins are terrible coaches. We have to do nothing creative, and then they score. And it's like, hey, you're only down two, and then they ran that play, and you're like, they get a, they get a, they get a three or four week hiatus from me because that was awesome. Oh, that was so cool. Hey, it was nice to see a buddy of mine, uh, Michael Burton. Remember the Lions fullback? Yeah. He played a lot of my basketball games. Great kid. Uh, it's nice to see him with the Bears. Yeah, he Getting, was a, still I, working. You know, I always wish guys, you know, I always want people working. No question about it. All right, Rubes, that was fun, man, as always. All right, Dees. Oh, man, I always love talking to that man, Rob Rubick, number 84, the former Lions tight end and now current analyst on Fox Sports Detroit on the Lions post game shows. Those guys with Shep and uh, he mentioned Lomas do a great job. On that uh, particular broadcast, Lions and Saints coming up uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock down in New Orleans. I haven't even looked right now, and this is on me, and I will be the first to say that I should do that. Let me look right now. What is the the point spread for the good old Lions and Saints game coming up this Sunday? Lions and Saints, uh, I'm going to guess the Saints are favored. Yeah, they are. This spread opened up at four and has now climbed to five. Whoa. What? How about that? The Saints are five-point favorites. Vegas must think that Stafford's really hurting. Uh-oh. Oh, and here's the other thing. Uh, let's not forget that the New Orleans Saints, uh, as uh, Rubes pointed out, off a bye week. Off a bye week. So they'll have two weeks to prepare. There's no way they would come out with two weeks to prepare and look flat on offense and have no clue what they're doing with play calling, would they? That never happens before. Oh, wait, it just happened this past weekend with Michigan. They had two weeks to prepare for Michigan State. It looked like they prepared in two hours. Um, that's all right. You know, they're, 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 nobody markets like them. Um, standings. i, I got to remember where the New Orleans Saints are sitting right now. All the, oh, the Saints, by the way, traded Adrian Peterson today. To the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals in return sent over uh, three dry cactuses. And um, oh, what's the name of that uh, deli out in Arizona? Oh, I don't even remember. Why, why would anybody want Adrian Peterson? <laughs> He's finished. <laughs> right? Anybody else see that and went, oh, that's cool. Adrian Peter. Like the, the Cardinals released Chris Johnson in order to get Adrian Peterson. Um <laughs> Was Tommy Vardell not available? Is anybody? James Jones? Is he around? Uh, why, why, why can't I? Why, why? My computer is just killing me right now. This is, this is, this is a live podcast. Not a live podcast, but this is a recorded uh, greatness right here on this uh, very podcast. All I just want to see is where the New Orleans Saints sit in the standings. This is called uh, very poor show prep on my part here. All right, the Saints right now are 2-2. Two and two. They are a game and a half back of Carolina, which to me looks like the class of the NFC, at least so far. I know Philly's played well with Carson Wentz at four and one. Um, Atlanta is still very good at three and one, although they should be two and two. But they're the Saints sitting at two and two for this weekend. And right now, a five point favorite, as I'm sure Vegas is concerned about the Matt Stafford injury. We will go to New Orleans later on this week and talk to Josh Katzenstein, who covers the Saints, former Lions beat writer. Uh, other guests. Thanks to Rob Rubick. Thanks to Tim Lenhard and the folks at Lenhard Financial Services. Thanks to you for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. 
Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.